Well, the ride continues here on a Friday. Some big news with Patrick Laine pulling down the new two-year deal with Winnipeg Jets. So fans pretty pumped about that. No doubt about it. And uh, you know, we'll get away from uh, the Laine story right now for uh, to welcome in a longtime Jet fan favorite. And Rick, thinking back to the playoffs, obviously for Jet fans, it really sucked to see the team lose to St. Louis in the first round. But you know, once the bitterness of that loss subsided, uh, I know there was uh, the vast majority of Jet Nation that... Um, was pretty darn happy when they saw Chris Thorburn as one of the first guys to hoist the Stanley Cup in the spring when St. Louis won it all. Well, let's bring Chris Thorburn in on the hotline. The Afternoon Ride Hotline. Brought to you by Chris Pennycook of Royal LePage Dynamic Realty. 204-989-5000. Chris, thanks for the time. What have you been up to? Hey, how are we doing, guys? <laughs> We're doing well. Good. Uh... Uh, answer your question. Not too much. Not too much. Just uh, hanging out with the family back home in Michigan. Chris, uh, welcome to the program. Great to talk to you again. Uh, and uh, congratulations on being part of that Stanley Cup champion uh, team with the St. Louis Blues. Um, is, is it the end of the road for you as a professional player? Have you officially uh, decided to uh, uh, call it a career? Uh, I, I haven't yet. Um, it's kind of still up in the air. I, I'm still keeping in shape and doing all that kind of stuff, uh, the training stuff. But uh, it does look like my chances are slim to come back uh, as far as uh, continuing my uh, role as a hockey player. But uh, if it is the end, I'm uh, super happy. I'm in a good place, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, if something pops up, then uh, I guess me and my wife will discuss it. Well, and you certainly sound like you're pleased with whichever way it goes. Do you have an idea of what would come down the road? No, not really. I mean, I got a couple lines in the water, I mean, but, uh, I mean, nothing serious. Uh, it's just more... My my main objective, because I had a lot of time to think about it, obviously through that run, and I, I obviously I never played, but uh, I did a lot of thinking, a lot of planning. Um, the thing we came up with was just kind of figure out where we're going to be and where my family was going to be for, for the long haul. So we're kind of going through that process right now, and uh, like I said, just enjoying it, and the family time is, uh, is unbeatable, so... Chris, I, I, you know, I read an interesting article on you, you know, throughout last season that at times playing with San Antonio, it was a challenge being away from your family. Um, how important was it to you to uh, get that recall to be with the team throughout the playoffs and, of course, to uh, to end it with uh, your hands on the Stanley Cup as a member of the Blues? Yeah, it's crazy how it all worked out. Obviously, uh, a tough situation with uh, how the year went uh, personally and, and family-wise. Um but the Blues did an unbelievable job making everything manageable. So um, there's stuff that hasn't even been said that they've done behind the scenes that made uh, made it work, and uh, we'll be forever grateful for that. And um, the last recall, um, there was a lot of reasons for that, um, mainly for insurance for my family going through the summer um, with my son and stuff like that. So they helped in that regard uh, tremendously. And then, I mean, who, you never know if you're going to if you're going to win the Stanley Cup or be part of something uh, so special and. For me to have an opportunity and for them to allow me to experience that, I mean, it was crazy, man. It was absolutely not. Chris, what a strange year for the Blues. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> everybody talked about how the first half was just so bad. I can only imagine guys are pointing fingers at one another. No one's having any fun. And then all of a sudden it all comes together and everybody's happy. We'll remember who was on that team for the rest of their lives. Well, yeah, it's crazy. And I can't speak too much of it. Like I said, I wasn't there for the down parts of it. Obviously. You were there for the good part. I was there for the easy part, you know, to be just for the fun ride. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, obviously keeping uh, keeping tabs with some guys throughout those uh, those time periods. It wasn't fun, enough from what I gathered, and obvious uh, even from uh, from a distance. So uh, for them to do what they did is uh, is crazy. But even in the in the summer, like uh, being part of that team in the summer, 
at getting all those players and bringing them in, I mean, you knew there was something special that should have happened. It just didn't happen right away, and eventually it all worked out. But uh, that, that goes uh, to their – I mean, that just speaks a lot about the team that they had there and the re- resiliency that they had. So, And like I said, I can't speak uh, from experience in that part, but uh, to watch it was, uh, was an awesome thing. Chris Thorburn with us here live on the afternoon ride here on TSN 1290. I, I, Chris, as I mentioned, you know, what watching – um, the, the Blues win the cup was, I think, sort of bittersweet for many people around here. But, you know, the one thing that stands out to me, and we've known for a long time just how respected and loved you've always been by your teammates. But I have to ask you as an individual, what did it mean to you when uh, you were, what, the third or fourth person to get handed the cup after uh, you guys won the Holy Grail? Yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, I mean, it, it was uh, there was a lot of guys that played into that, but David Perron was the one that was dragging my jersey to force me up there and I just told them, like, go ahead, you guys do your thing, I'll get it at some point. But, uh, I mean, they were forcing me up there, and I didn't want to get caught on national TV kind of resisting them pushing me up there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I got it, I don't know, third or fourth, and uh, I got it from Alexander Steen, who, if you know him personally, there's no better guy to get it from. And uh, for him to pass that thing to me um, just added to the whole unreal experience. Chris, uh, Jets fans, obviously happy with Patrick Laine signing today. Uh, Pete, who tweeted at me and says, now I don't have a memory of this. You might, but I'm going to even doubt that. Two and a half years ago, I was speaking to you in an interview and that you mentioned you were scared of Laine at first. And then I asked why, and we didn't get an answer because we got into hair jokes. And then I think Pete <laughs> blames me for that. So, <laughs> But what do you remember about him coming in at first? And of course, now seeing the two-year deal that he gets today. Well, I'm happy that uh, both for the organization and Patty. I mean, that just, uh, just uh, again, watching from afar and reading some of the stuff, it just, uh, it was tough to, to see and read. And uh, for everything to get done and sorted out uh, before the season starts, it's, it's great for both parties. Um, but were you scared back, of him at first, according to Pete? I, or the shot? He, was, he, yeah, he, was, <laughs> he has an intimidating presence, to be quite honest, even for a young kid. He doesn't talk too much, uh, or at that time he didn't. You know, he's, he's just kind of uh, just went about his own business and I sat beside him in the stall so I kind of had to break him down a little bit and figure out what he was all about and once I did I, I just loved the kid so um yeah like I said I'm glad it got worked out he's gonna have a bright future and uh he's got a lot to prove he knows that and I'm sure he will Chris you know over the course of the summer we hooked up with your former line mates on the famous GST line Tanner Glass and Jim Slater and talked about their memories of playing in Winnipeg and of course they both since retired so we talked about their career Jim Slater's a property mogul yeah hey yo and a new coach too he's doing it all but but I have to ask you Chris um when you look back at your entire career in particular, how special was that 2011 season as being part of the Winnipeg Jets that came back to the city from Atlanta? It was, I mean, what an experience. Obviously, like, nerve-wracking coming in just because, uh, you know, a move and all that kind of stuff. But once we got there and once we saw what the organization was all about, uh, led by uh, Mr. Chipman, uh, we knew we were in for a good experience. And, uh, I mean, the fans didn't sell short on that with that first game against Montreal. Uh, I remember trying to yell for the puck and no one could hear anything on the ice. And uh, I mean, it was it was absolutely nuts. And my whole time there was uh, was such a great experience playing in a Canadian market. But uh, I, I just I can't say enough about uh, our experiences there with uh, my family, my son, and everything. Everything all in one was just uh, something that I'll never forget. Do you keep in touch with the Glass and Slater? <laughs> That's so funny. But was like just about a month ago, we started a group text because we're all like, "Are you retiring? Are you retiring?" So, 
Um, and then I, I actually went up to Traverse City for the Prospect tournament, and I actually ran into Glasser because he's the uh, skills coach, <laughs> the skills coach for the Rangers. So um, we got to catch up a little bit there, and then uh, yeah, we've just been texting ever since, uh, probably a month and a half. So we kind of got caught up. And Jimmy just lives down the highway from me in uh, Lansing, so. Um, You'd probably have to go see him. He's not going to come to see you. That's probably the way that works, right? Unless I give him gas money or groceries. Hey, Chris, so great to have you on the program. Uh, congrats on everything. Thanks for doing this. And uh, we hope that we'll get uh, maybe get the band back together with the GST crew here in Winnipeg at some point. And definitely would love to have you back on the show sometime soon. Uh, I appreciate it, guys. And, yeah, the, the GST line, I, uh, if there was a Heritage I was going to push Mr. Chipman for the Heritage game, but I don't know if it's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, definitely we got to get the GST line back there. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Good luck ahead. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. All the best. There's Chris Thorburn, uh, of course, goes out with a cup winner with the St. Louis Blues. And, uh uh, Winnipeg Jet as well. Always fun to catch up with him. What an absolute beauty, a class act, and a, a real fan favorite, and a guy you can't help but cheer for, and uh, we wish him all the best going forward. Sports Center here at the bottom of the hour, and Frank Cervalli of TSN will join us next on the Afternoon Ride. You're listening to TSN Radio 1290.